0: Is good defenders and welcome to episode 166 of the most LAFC podcast on earth, Defenders of the Bank. And you know my voice, I am the Scarf, J.R. Liebert, podcasting from world-famous Philomonster studios in beautiful Burbank, California. So if that's the case, you know who must be sitting just about a socially distance, six feet. To my left, his name is Philly Christian. Philemon, everybody.
1: Hello, Defenders. And it's amazing that I have somewhat of a voice. Although, wow. Was, was now that, that I'm really trying to use was it. Was that Mrs. Doubtfire? What just you that? You know, <laughs> Doubtfire, dearie. I don't play with the boys because I used, used to be, be one. one. It was a run by Fruiting. <laughs> no, I, I guess my voice is kind of cracking in a Uvigenia Doubtfire method. For you kids out there, that was a Robin Williams movie oh, from back in, back in the day. Scarf. Yes. You know the artist Barry Manilow? Yes. All right. It's you know the song "Copa Cabana" down
0: at the Copa,
1: Chicho Arango. See, that's you have
0: supplied these words now for the second time to this song. I'm going to let you just run with this, my friend.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know we're going to be referencing Barry Manilow and Copa Cabana and Chicho. Chicho Arango, at least a couple of times throughout the course of this pod, we're in a good mood. Why scarf? We've got a bit of a winning streak going on. Hey, you got to get to one before you get
0: to two. Well, we got to two. Let's go. Two wins in a row. Third time's a charm. We are peaking. I don't know what's going on with your voice. We are are peaking at relatively the right time. It's not quite the end of the season. Still eleven matches to go we act as if every match means the sky is falling although every match does mean massive shifts in the playoff standings 11 matches to go but Philly indeed look the big (laughs) second win in a row sometimes you're good sometimes you're lucky sometimes you're a little bit of both this match certainly showcasing both sides of that coin for LAFC but look We should have known. It's Real Salt Lake, a team that we have played 10 times before coming into this match, winning eight of them. We've never had a tie, never had a draw, as they like to say across the pond in this series. But Philly, before we get into the breakdown of the match, you're going to have a little bit of vacation time, a little... I don't know if it'll be r and R. I don't know how much rest and relaxation is going to happen because you're going to the uh, to the big house of the mouse, my friend. Orlando, Florida, going to Epcot and doing all kinds of stuff. You got a little vacation plan there, buddy.
1: Yeah, going to go see the in-laws, uh, Amanda's side of the family. We haven't seen them for, geez, like three years. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I have not been to Orlando since probably 1984, and that was when I was...
0: Four. Four. So
1: that was a really long time ago. But another cool thing is a really good buddy of mine that I went to high school with in Germany is uh, is an attorney down in Orlando. So I'm going to definitely hang out with him. But if you're running around Disney World. Yeah. I don't know how much of a vacation you could call that, because my tootsies are going to be bleeding, man. I'm looking at my sambas, and I can tell you right now, they're they're not going to have enough cushion for my tootsies. We're going to be walking a lot. I'm going to need a vacation from this vacation, but I will come back with my Donald Duck hat and your Goofy one. <laughs> and
0: you're thank you, and you're going to Orlando and you're going to Epcot with how many kids in tow? By the way, none of which are yours, but how no, many? none of which are mine. And from what I'm being told, yeah. Four. 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 That was a punch to my Thankfully, gun. there's no more. Oh, my goodness. So, headed to Orlando. Unfortunately, that means Philly is going to miss one of the upcoming podcasts. We will podcast after the Austin match, by the way. Shout out to our buddy Al Rate once again. But after the Austin match, we've got another match that we'll talk about once we get into a little bit of scheduling with the scarf. And that will be a philly Pod.
1: Yeah, what are, you, what are you doing for that I, episode? My voice is cracking like I'm I, in puberty. I don't know what's happening.
0: You, you'll need to rest that voice up for Austin's podcast, my friend. But yeah, you know, a couple things in the works. We'll see. No no concrete plans yet. By the way, I usually mention this a little bit earlier on. We are recording this Monday, September 13th. Of course, the match happening Sunday. Thanks, MLS. Scheduling a Los Angeles-based Sunday 7.30 kickoff. You suck Don Garber. But we know you listen to the pod. We know you're a big fan, so we'll also love you. Thank you so much
1: for all of your support. (laughs) That's not going to be the only time we're going to be complaining about Don Garber scheduling. Monday games, Tuesday games, 1230 Saturday San Jose games.
0: Possible Thanksgiving Day games? I mean, come on.
1: I mean, because clearly MLS thinks they could contend with the NFL on Turkey Day.
0: Yeah, look, it's not the brightest thing that's ever happened, but can you imagine?
1: At least it's not the same like brainchild behind the NWSL having a final at what nine in the morning yeah
0: that's not great either but can you imagine philly just imagine for yourself i feel like rod serling at the start of the twilight zone imagine <laughs> if you will a land of sight and sound imagine if you will christmas tree lane 20 to 30 banquet tables side by side thanksgiving morning fried turkeys roasted turkeys grilled turkeys vegan turkeys No, vegan turkey. no one our buddy david lopez smoked turkeys Whatever we got out there, you imagine the Thanksgiving dinner sitting at tables with all of our, what, 200, 300, 500 of our best friends out there on Christmas tree lane, all the different side dishes. I, I've always wanted tamales on Thanksgiving. I've never been able to have them because my mom is usually the one that makes Thanksgiving dinner. We get a little Italian touch on most of what happens for Thanksgiving. We can Candy imagine market
1: tamales. makes mine.
0: Tamales. <laughs> yes, you, you get yours catered every single time. Yeah, I can't time. cook. You don't want me I in the kitchen. I can't think. I do not want you in the kitchen. That's also true. I cannot think of a better way to spend Thanksgiving than with all of our black and gold friends. That could be really cool, but what a weird scheduling. <laughs> They'd uh, have to rename it, brother. It'd right. have to be
1: like Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving Day Lane. Thanksgiving
0: day tree late yeah sure why not shout out to the lafc slammers if you don't know who the slammers are they were named the number one girls club according to soccerwire.com's september 2021 rankings yeah i couldn't make it on the LFC slammers (laughs) i I was never even nearly as good number one girls club girls academy in the nation so congratulations to the LASC Slammers. Philly, let's take just a quick second and talk about Ted Lasso here for a minute. Now, we don't want to spoil anything. Well, we're if you supposed haven't to be doing seen... a
1: pod for that, by the we, way?
0: We are. I don't know what happened. We got four episodes in. We've recorded them. They're all Ooh, done. And then... I, I know. I know
1: why. It's why? Hashtag
0: blame scarf. Why?
1: It, I don't know. It's your idea. Why? so You got to run with it. Oh,
0: geez. Okay. Well, we got to get the girls back if we want to do all four well, of them. Well,
1: one's in the other room.
0: Yeah, she's asleep. And if you wake her up now, she'll punch you in the face.
1: And there will be one less of us. Th- there will be blood. Yes.
0: So, uh, <laughs> not sure. I've abandoned my child. <laughs> Not sure I'm loving the direction of Ted Lasso right now You're although bugging. although you and I both found uh found our favorite parts in this last one with Jamie Tart and his father James Tart uh didn't really go well for for father James on that one but look, we'd love to hear what you guys think about these last couple of episodes of Ted Lasso. I you and I both didn't think that uh AFC Richmond would get thrashed the way they did by Manchester City in that fictional FA Cup semifinal at Wembley Stadium.
1: No, and I got to say, the, the, the football acting was, uh, well, oh, it was quite bad. Yeah, It was quite bad. Zorro. I mean, it's, it's a wonder it wasn't like 22 to nothing just based on how he was goalkeeping. The soccer acting and the dramatization of it, not the greatest, not the greatest at all, but, you know, you might as well have had the Benny Hill theme song play during that scene <laughs> because it was quite comical they got yeah. their butts sanded to. Them. Yeah, four was
0: it? Four nothing? I think no. it was 5-0. Might have been 5. I don't even know. It was it was bad. We we don't want to we don't want to give too many spoilers away though. I I just thought I'd bring that up and say I wasn't loving the direction of a couple of the storylines. I like it, Scott. In Ted Lasso, but I like it. Well, cuz you you watch yourself on television every time Roy Kent comes on the screen. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> I wish I could only use the words that he does.
0: Look, I I have here in our notes and this was written before today's announcement, but we we kind of new that's why i put the question mark at the end of this i said roster certainty finally and that was before we got the international mail that popped up on lafc's twitter feed so the big news uh, we'll get to just after we do a little bit of this day in lafc history but i'm hoping now that transfer windows have closed you know lafc can only bring in players that are are currently out of contract i believe and well, turns out we've got some news and notes about that in just a second. But that being said, let's get into a little bit of this day in L.A.F.C. history. Yes, let's. because I'm I'm skipping over something else in the notes because I found a way to bring it up later on in the podcast. So rather than bring up the greatest living American twice, I'll just do it later on in the pod. Don't I, I you will worry. tell you all this in it's his coming. notes.
1: In his notes, he has it as TGLA. Yes. so. At first, I didn't realize what he was referencing. So, if you look up TGLA acronym on Google, oh you'll find some funny things. Yeah, but I don't know if a I'm lot allowed of them... to repeat some of these. things. Uh, no, you're not. But are a lot a of them for just things. TGL and not TGLA? Well, well, there's TGLA. I'll tell you, one of them is total green leaf area. Another one happens to be about a social group in (laughs) Taiwan.
0: Shout out to 42 Originals, by the way. Total Greenleaf area going on there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, uh, The Greatest Living American, and we will get to him in just a little bit. But this day in LAFC history, September 12th was the day the game was actually played. And who can remember? I know that as I say this, geez, you the, take
1: down notes for everything. Don't I do, you? my
0: friend. There there will be a bunch of people though listening to this podcast, maybe even some of the millions. And millions. That remember scouring the city of Los Angeles on September 12, 2018, as LAFC partnered with Metro to release exclusive LAFC branded tap cards. They were the black LAFC branded tap cards. They, of course, did release a new version this year in gold so if you have a black one now you can get a gold one to go with it but i remember driving down to like downtown area to the metro <laughs> transit center because i saw on so much twitter, irony in that you
1: <laughs> drove down to a train station to pick up a train pass I, I for, for a train you're never going to use i it,
0: it's you know look there's a little bit of irony in there yes and I, I i picked up a couple because on twitter someone said hey they're selling them here at this transit center so i went over picked them up didn't have to worry about them anymore the uh, black metro lafc branded tap cards philly today my friend today monday september 13th i don't know if you know this on the lafc calendar philly but it's Backup Keeper Birthday Day. That's right.
1: Geez, <laughs> a lot of Backup keeper. keeper stuff going on.
0: Man, we do have a lot of Backup Keeper stuff going on. We may have one or two shipping out in just a little bit, too. But September 13, 1993, we just got to watch him play against the U.S. men's national team. Happy birthday to Luis Buba, Buba. Lopez. We love ourselves some Booba, The Backup Goalkeeper, of course, on the 2018 inaugural team, who was supposed to be the starter, got hurt, <laughs> and Tyler Miller took over.
1: That's because Booba and had a boo boo and that was the end of that, that, was, that career. Bye bye for Booba. <laughs> so boo-boo yeah, boba. No, wait, boba. boba. I love boba. Boba. You guys
0: live right down the street from a boba time too. By the way,
1: I like uh, that. I, like, I, I was ever, not aware of have that. Have you have? I, I was
0: not aware of that. Have you ever had boba?
1: Uh, I have. I, I find it kind of odd having the straw where you're, you're drinking the stuff and like these things like hit you. I don't know. It's it's just weird to me. <laughs> and Not to mention like it's it's very sugary and I, I'm already naturally wired as it is. <laughs> to me, it'd be like liquid. Well, you what's, can interpret. What's
0: the line for from Danny Rojas? My mom said I was born caffeinated. <laughs> yes, I, again. I love.
1: Absolutely love that line from Danny Rojas. I love the t-shirt he was wearing. It was was that banana doing calisthenics. Yeah, right? Um, I need that t-shirt. By the way,
0: you still haven't learned how to play bingo yet. We got booba and boba, and I just thought of bingo.
1: I'll I'll figure that out when I'm like 70. (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, Born one
0: year later, but on the same day, allegedly he was part of our squad. Happy birthday to Quillen Roberts, who was also a backup goalkeeper on that 2018 team. He was a member of the Canadian, I swear to exist Premier League for the last couple <laughs> of seasons playing up there. Uh, but I, I actually, if anyone wants to to shout us out and find out where Quillen Roberts is still playing, if he is right now, I think <laughs> that's I, I, after they look up the TGLA the after acronym. they look up TGLA, the greatest living American acronym. On the 14th, if you happen to be listening to this on the way to work tomorrow, the day after we record it, on the 14th, 2019, LAFC and Philadelphia Union playing to a 1-1 tie. And of course, that match was in Philly. And I'll tell you why that had to be in a second. Carlos Vela scoring in the 43rd minute after missing the previous two matches with injury. Ah, that was a harbinger of things to come. But Philly, that game had to be in Philly because we were at the bank that very same day, the 14th of September, 2019. And you were the one that convinced me to go. I had never seen him live maiden at the bank oh Oh, baby the legacy of the beast tour and and i gotta say one one of our favorite he went from a barry manilow to iron maiden by the way one of my favorite lafc (laughs) souvenirs that i've ever purchased philly and i know one of your favorite lafc souvenirs as well the t-shirt what
1: t-shirt The Iron Maiden. Damn straight. The Eddie t-shirt, which is, you know, here's the funny part of it. It's, uh, It's a picture of Steve Harris kicking a goal past Eddie who's wearing a black and gold obvious LAFC jersey. Shouldn't have been the other way around, where LAFC is kicking a goal past Iron Maiden in West Ham? Well, I I don't think Maiden would
0: allow that, regardless of where they were playing. it was a cool t-shirt. You can't find that
1: sucker anywhere now. No, really cool shirt. There's actually an Iron Maiden flag that I bought at that concert, like right underneath your laptop, actually. Oh,
0: look at that. There it is. I like it. I'm going to leave it right there for now, because my laptop has all my notes on it, and that... The number of the beast. ...is this day in LAFC history. Philly, we teased it just a little bit. News and notes... Coming from, sort of, Chelsea, I guess, we have a new keeper.
1: Yeah, without a doubt. And it's a signing that kind of caught all of us by surprise. The one position we weren't really complaining about throughout the course of this season was the keeper. We have Pablo Cisniega, who, I mean, we haven't seen in a while. I might as well have threw out and uh, put him on the milk box, as you were, you were oh, saying, boy. the milk carton. And Thomas Romero's been playing fairly well. Our People would argue "Oh, we need better keepers. But I guess the front office listened, because right now we have – Twenty-seven year old, six foot six, by the way. <laughs> I thought Tyler Miller was tall at six foot four. This kid's six foot six. Amazing. LAFC's signed former Chelsea product Jamal Blackman. Now, despite the fact that he was A Chelsea player, he didn't really feature for the Blues. He does have a Champions League uh, medal, by the way, something that a lot of Arsenal and Tottenham fans don't have. Uh, But that's that. He spent his time traveling ever, forever. I mean, he was in Chelsea's Youth Academy. He's moved from English second-tier side Middlesbrough, which if you watch the Premier League, Robbie Musto. Robbie Musto played for Middlesbrough Scarf. I had a conversation with him season one at the bank yep, in regards to the that. Two so. Robbies, right? If you're if you're familiar with all the EPL what pundits out there, I believe they called. Pundits, call them. yes, exactly. He played for Middlesbrough, then he played for the Wickham Wanderers. That's where he had his longest stint. Then at Sheffield United, he was at Leeds for a cup of espresso, Bristol Rovers. Rotherham, which is the third tier in England. I'm surprised I don't have that jersey from away days, by <laughs> the way. I have Port Vale in their fourth division. And now he's coming to LAFC. Along the way, though, he made stops in Sweden and into the Netherlands. That's kind of cool. He hasn't really had much EPL experience having played in the lower divisions in England, but you know, there's a certain player. Yeah. Bond. Uh, uh, yep. Mr. Bond down in Carson who Jonathan had... Jonathan Bond? Yeah, who had a similar yeah. career in that respect, and he's actually been quite good Look, in Major League Soccer. So who knows what's going to happen in respect to that? People are saying, oh, he's going to end up signing for the Las Vegas Lights. I don't really think so. I doubt a kid of this talent and this quality is going to go to the lights. I'm more interested to know what's going to happen with, I would say, Pablo Cisniega, Because Thomas Romero, I don't think, is going anywhere. Well, look, let's first real quick
0: about the Las Vegas Lights. I don't think they've won in like two months, by the way. So if they're trying to upgrade their team in any way, maybe they might give this kid a shot. Jamal Blackman, six foot six keeper. Look, we, we don't like to compare ourselves ever to the club 13 miles down the road. But what they've done this season, their success has come in large part. To their keeper Jonathan Bond, and when they signed Jonathan Bond, first of all, the the entire Carson fan base let out a "Thank God it's not David Bingham again" uh, signing because that was he's awful. But that being said, Jonathan Bond has played very very well this year for Carson. And we get, we get to watch a lot of Carson matches. Obviously, we keep close tabs. Know thy enemy. That's right. We keep very close tabs on Carson. Jonathan Bond has been one of the top three or four keepers in the league. It's just that he's getting shelled every single match because that back line, as you've said many, many times, Swiss cheese. Yeah. So And that's look, just being nice. This kid has played in a bunch of different spots. It might do him some good to get his feet grounded to, to build some roots here in Los Angeles. We'll see what happens. Jamal Blackman, former Chelsea product. Welcome to LAFC. You mentioned Tyler Miller, 6'4. Pablo Cisniega also six foot four, by the way. So be interesting to see what we do with Jamal Blackman. Philly, huge news in the Turkish. Super League. That's right. The debut <laughs> of Diego Rossi for Fenerbahce. They played Sivaspor in a Turkish Super League match on Sunday, September 12th, the same day that we played RSL. But that game started at like seven in the morning. Diego Rossi sort of kind of had an assist on the goal, kind of like how Ciccio, uh, his goal is unassisted. And this goal, by Bright Osai. Samuel will go down as unassisted as well, but it was Diego Rossi who fired a ball across the mouth of the box, kind of pinballed around just a little bit. You can find it on YouTube, by the way. There are plenty of highlight videos for the Fenerbahce Spore highlights video out there on YouTube. There are plenty of them out there, and you can very clearly see Diego Rossi pretty happy out there, weird weird seeing Diego Rossi in a Fenerbahce jersey, but...
1: What's weird is I didn't know Avis was still a company.
0: <laughs> I know, right? That's that's their primary kit sponsor, Avis, which I like just marginally more than TeamViewer, by the way, I just like to say. But that ah, being said... but, but
1: TeamViewer has something very special written on the name of a certain number seven. Yeah, they
0: <laughs> certainly do. Uh, but, Philly, set your calendar, get your DVR ready, and on the 16th, at noon, Against Eintracht Frankfurt, your... The Adler, the Eagles. Your... Bundesliga club is playing against Fenerbahce and Diego Rossi.
1: Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, I love that it's a, a noon game. No, I don't because I got to go to work. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm going to have the DVR going. Scarf, we're going to yes. have some fun stuff, though, to watch on the 16th, if I do say so myself. Uh-oh, we're going to have, I mean, In, look. New York Mets fi- fi- stuff. Fi- what? Baseball it come out? stuff. Isn't it tomorrow?
0: Isn't it 14th and 15th? Isn't
1: uh, it? Oh, I thought it was 15th and 16th. I, we had this conversation we did. earlier tonight. It was 14th and, I, and, and 15th. And I fell for the same thing. It's a trap I fell you, for Again. 14th
0: and 15th i i can't wait in in case you don't know what we're talking about philly the exact name of the document uh, the documentary again once it? upon
1: a time in Queens. once
0: upon a time i think that's right yeah once
1: upon a time in queens guys it's a four-part documentary the 1986 new york metropolitans i'm looking at a daryl strawberry signed baseball a doc gooden signed gary Car- baseball. you have a gary, gary carter. carter i got lenny dykstra's up there ray knight the mvp of that 86 world series that's the first thing I ever fell in love with, Scarf. I'm with the you. New York Mets team. Look, the there's New a York- great book out there if you like reading about sports history and baseball history. Yeah, it's called The Bad Guys Won. Yes, it's all about that '86 Mets team that ESPN's doing a 30 for 30 on. So that's kind of cool. This is a second Mets doc, basically about um about the Mets. It was well Rock right. and Daryl. Right, that was the other Mets doc. So this is going to be gonna
0: incredible. Two days, and I think there, there are two parts on each day, if I remember correctly. There's going to be so much cool stuff about the 1986 New York Metropolitans. This is, for Philly and I, this is the last dance for us, basically. This is well, That's this a good is way of huge. looking at it, yes. Yeah, this is huge. Some huge news, by the way, coming out of the Houston Dynamo Academy these smooth segues there with Philly and Scarf. Yeah, Mets to to Houston Dynamo, I like it. Yeah, they're both orange, right? Tony Vigil. Tony Vigil was hired away from the LAFC Academy to be Houston Dynamo Academy's high-performance director. Again, our second shout-out to the 42 Originals. Gee, Scar,
1: with all these references, I'm surprised that you don't have a
0: 42 original scarf. <laughs> My goodness. you got to make that happen. While at LAFC, Vigil-supported co-president and general manager John Thorington and senior vice president and assistant general manager Will Kuntz with first-team roster management presentations as well as partnered with academy director Todd Saldana to present on scouting, player development, and community engagement to MLS and U.S. soccer. Tony vigil is one of those glue guys behind the scenes who getting things done keeping things moving keeping everything together for the black and gold this is a big hire for houston dynamo academy and their their high performance director position congrats to tony vigil we we wish nothing but the best for you my friend enjoy the humidity yeah enjoy the humidity in houston lots of bright orange out there for the houston dynamo but philly news that We totally missed, or at least we didn't report on it, uh, we, we got a, a signing of a former LAFC player into the
1: USL Championship Division. Yeah, we've been talking about him a lot, mainly because of his time with the El Salvador national team. But we're talking about Josh Perez. Josh Perez signing with Miami FC. Yes, Miami FC actually happens to be a thing. <laughs> not Inter-Miami. No, not Inter-Miami. We call them like the inner flamingo David Beck. We have all kinds of names. Not for Miami FC. But he hasn't, he hasn't played yet. He spent the last few weeks, obviously, in El Salvador's men's national team, playing 94 total minutes in their three most recent World Cup qualifying matches, and, uh, well, speaking of which, we had a couple of players that were on international duty. Duty. (laughs) God, God. we're, we're what, probably some of the oldest podcasters, yet we are probably (laughs) the most childish. We're 12, we We had... had Giggities and duties, and, oh, God. All kinds of stuff. Look,
0: let's get to this duty roundup if we can. (laughs) We, we had a big one, actually. We had There was there was a big duty happening between three of our players playing each other. You know, sort of, kind of, not really. It, it didn't live up to the billing that we had hoped. It definitely didn't live up to the billing that LAFC had hoped. We're talking about Brian Rodriguez, Jose C. Fuentes, and Cheeky oh, Palacios. They didn't get hurt. They, at least they didn't get hurt. There you go. The much anticipated matchup between Uruguay and Ecuador lived up to the billing as the match was very, very good, came down to a stoppage. Time goal for Uruguay at the death but unfortunately the three LAFC players had very little impact on the one nothing match Brian played the first 84 minutes before he played being... a lot man these he last did two games. but he had nothing to do with that goal for Uruguay and unfortunately both Cheeky and Sifu were in the 18 but neither were selected to play in the match uh, it's real fine. Play. They didn't it, get hurt. Didn't get hurt. Kim Moon-Hwan also didn't get hurt. South Korea defeated Lebanon, one nothing on Tuesday, September 7th. And an unused sub was Kim Moon-Hwan. So uh, didn't play there. And what does that mean, Philly? He couldn't what to? Uh? Get hurt. Couldn't get hurt. There you go. Christian Torres and Tony Leone, the young kids, they don't they don't get hurt. They can just go out and play. Oh, play, no, I think they did play. get hurt.
1: They, no? they, weren't they on the questionable list?
0: I, I mean, uh, yeah, but Tony Leone might have scored a goal from what I was told.
1: Uh, look, we we had a very
0: hard time finding stats for both of these matches. We know that... <laughs> Scarf Max, can tell you when
1: we get train cards at LAFC, so yeah. you know he does deep dives into things. <laughs> the tried. fact that he couldn't find any stats on this means this dude's probably spent all of, like, the last two nights trying to dig stuff yeah, off. It, it, it if he couldn't find it, that means it's not there. It was frustrating. I actually
0: wound up talking to somebody on Christmas Tree Lane who who said they, they watched the match, so this is, like, third-hand. I, I don't know, but I, I I couldn't do it because it happened while I was working anyway. Mexico's U-20s played against Spain's U-19s, and Spain's U-19s won both matches, 5-1 and 3-2. However, what, what we have been told... Is that Tony Leone may have scored the second goal in that three two loss? But we
1: can't confirm or deny it. I
0: I, I want to say they showed me a video of it, and I kind of remember it happening. Sounds but like I, one of
1: those like lost VHS tapes for wrestling. Like it right. might have happened, yeah. but we don't have the VHS. We can't. Uh, not find quite it.
0: sure. But congrats to Christian Torres and Tony Leone getting called into El Tree's U twenties for the first time. And just in case you're curious, Mark Anthony K. last Sunday played the first 77 minutes of the 1-1 draw between the U.S. men's national team and Canada, picking up a yellow card in the process. And on Wednesday, September 8th, he subbed on at the 70th minute of Canada's 3-0 win over Josh Perez's El Salvador squad. Oh, Josh, played, Josh played the first 45 minutes in that. So both guys not on the pitch at the same time, but they obviously know each other. Uh, real quick, let's just get into some quick Las Vegas lights. Update. The update is they're terrible. They have not won a match since July 27th. They have one draw and now seven consecutive losses. They've been outscored 21 to nine in those eight games in which they have a a whopping one point. Uh, The bright spot... Maybe maybe Mohamed Traore, he's played pretty well, but then he kind of lost his head and got a red card, and it was a whole thing. There was some pushing and some shoving. He did score his first professional goal. Musovsky has had goals in two straight games for them, but the lights are bad. Lights are bad.
1: Yeah. That's, that's all I've got. But they have camels and llamas.
0: And the money drop thing, which I really want to be a part of.
1: Well, yeah. I I wonder if there's a limit on how much you can pay. I wonder how many fights actually happen at those. $2 shots of tequila, camels and money getting dropped. You know somebody's walking home with a black eye. It's Vegas. People are
0: getting to those games loaded. The $2 shots of tequila are just what helps them sleep during the match while they're losing seven straight. Good Lord. I've tried to watch some of these games, you guys. they're not good right now. They're hard to watch. They're hard to watch, especially... No, no,
1: what's hard to watch is like the way they film it, the way that's done with the camera and how it looks on Cashman Field. It's not great. It's not not great at all. It's not great. I've seen high school games with better coverage.
0: And it's even harder now that Bryce Duke isn't playing for them as much, Cal Jennings not playing for them as much, because those guys were really fun to watch with the lights, but they've luckily at least been up with the big squad. Speaking of being up with the big squad, one of those guys we just talked about, Bryce Duke, played a huge role in this match. Philly, let's get into the official kick childhood cancer game on our schedule: LAFC versus, as you like to call them, really salty Lake. I and I'd be really love salty that too. that, by the way. Thank yeah, you.
1: I actually I didn't have any intention of like singing it, but man, if there's ever a team that we have any kind of luck against, yeah, it's these guys. We we every, when RSL gets the calendar the schedule of the season they see LAFC I'm sure they have to shrug because they're like oh, when are we ever going to beat those guys no, thank look you. at the end of the day they did beat us in 2018 in a game that actually mattered in the, in the only game that mattered but over the course of the regular season we have been providing them heart palpitations and giving them a lot of the shebang bang and a lot of the who's your father and today well how's not today your, how's your father or who's your father well Who's, who's your father well, well, Jerry we, Springer we've, been, we've been kicking them around so much you might as well, <laughs> well ask that question too but yeah RSL uh, I'd be really salty too if I had the record that they do against LAFC
0: yeah Philly I was hoping since the 4 nothing win over Sporting when we played at home in our linen kits I was hoping to see him again that, that wasn't meant to be
1: what the linen kits yeah at home oh why
0: because we won four nothing the last time we played
1: you in that. You can't be that superstitious. I, I can't. What Were mean? you the ball player who didn't wash his socks?
0: Listen, I it wasn't my socks. I washed my socks all the time.
1: Okay. Yeah. Did you wear a garter belt? I no. Thank you. Nick I wore, style. Verdora. I wore
0: the exact same undershirt for every single match of the season washed, as long as we though. kept winning. Yes, washed. Okay, all right. Yes. Uh, I, I'm not Nobody I likes not, a
1: stinky scarf. Look,
0: I am not big on not washing anything. I'm not one of those superstitious people. But guys, let us know by the way. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Let us know what your superstitions are while you're playing sports. Uh, and if which, you do
1: make sure you address it to the scarf because he makes all these DM requests, he says I'm the one answering everything. But you gotta let me know when people answer it. I'll, you gotta check that. your phone. I, I'm terrible at
0: social media. I will admit that right now. If not for Philly holding up the end of social media. We would be a shell of ourselves. Philly, I always wonder which RSL would show up in this match. RSL had a roller coaster of an August, dropping their first two, winning their next two, then dropping their last two of the month. They began September well, however, dropping FC Dallas 3-2 behind goals from Justin Glad, Jonathan Menendez, and Albert Ruschnak. And they peppered Dallas. Ah, the dude with the
1: car dealer in Van Nuys. That's
0: right. He sells, like, BMWs and stuff. Nice. Uh, They peppered Dallas with 25 shots and 12 on target while completing over 400 passes. And Philly, they've kind of, sort of, got an MLS legend as their interim manager right now, Pablo... Or, excuse me, yeah, Pablo Mastroeni. He's really, really good in the annals, giggity, of all (laughs) MLS records. But, Philly... Kind of crazy story, right? Freddy Juarez leaving RSL where he was the head coach... To go be an assistant coach in Seattle?
1: Well, look, I mean, he's getting to work under Schmetzer and working under a first-place team. He jumped ship at the right time because the way RSL season is going and the way it's probably going to go is it may put him in a situation where his head's on the chopping block. So I would have done the same thing. I get to be the number two guy under one of the best coaches in Major League Soccer, a team that could really contend for the title. He's going to learn an awful lot of stuff. And I think, I mean, he came up from the youth academies. He's been part of RSL for a while, but he's got a really good opportunity to work under Schmetzer, and who knows? Maybe he hangs out long enough, he can be at the helm of that Seattle Sounder ship. I think it is a great opportunity for him and I don't blame him but considering the fact that Real Salt Lake is still contending this season really interesting that he would take this step but hey sometimes you got to make a step backwards to go two step forwards and I think that's exactly what he's thinking
0: so so the answer to who does number two work for was <laughs> Brian Schmetzer
1: is that is that what we're saying now? Former former indoor soccer legend Brian Schmetzer. And
0: and his brother. And his brother, yeah. I
1: got their cards when they played for the St. Louis Steamers. Funny enough that that team didn't come from Cleveland.
0: Oh my god. (laughs) So let's talk about Pablo Mastroone here really quickly. He previously coached in Colorado for several seasons. In 136 matches, Mastroone has 43 wins, 58 losses, and 35 draws. The longtime MLS veteran, only 22 players in Major League Soccer history have suited up for more matches than Master Owen is 360. 360- one matches one of those we just played against Graham Zusi not too long ago. He won the MLS Cup with the Colorado Rapids in 2010. Something that a lot of Rapids fans are hoping also happens this year. Now that they've added two former Black and Gold members, Mark Anthony K and Stephen Betashort. and he won the supporter Shield with a team that I promise was real, the Miami Fusion <laughs> in 2001. Sounds really like cool a video game, team. but really cool logos by the way. If you ever want to check out the Miami Fusion's old logos, he also had a decorated U.S. Men's National team career, capping 65 times and winning three Gold Cups, Philly. This was going to be a fun one either way, but... It, I was disappointed. You and I have both been disappointed because we haven't been able to see a whole lot of Bobby Wood, former U.S. Men's National Team legend and a player who spent the majority of his career over in Europe. So I really wanted to see... Union
1: Berlin that. with, uh, you know, a certain other player that gives us heart palpitations yeah, we'll no, talk about momentarily. Absolutely
0: right. Out with uh, yellow card accumulation for this, by the way, was Aaron Herrera and Andrew Brody, who I always, when I see his name, I want to call him Adrian Brody, but he's not an actor. <laughs> well, I hear Brody, uh, I just
1: think of the character from Mallrats. Yep,
0: yep. Hey, Cody man, Nucci Nucci's. (laughs) So uh, those are the guys that are out for RSL. Philly, what's the injury report looking like for LAFC? Last time we talked about LAFC, they were down 14 guys.
1: So yeah, that injury report, not quite as extensive as it was the last time around. We were talking about him earlier. Tony Leone, he was questionable with a hamstring. And as far as out, out indefinitely... We'll give you the names that you're already aware of. Apoku knee gone for the season. We have Eddie Segura, who, by the way, I ended up running into at Bank of California Stadium. I said, "What's up to him?" Eddie's such a nice guy. Again, we wish him all the best. He was out with his knee. Julian Gaines pelvic stress fracture. If we ever get him on the pod, I'd really like to find out how one incurs a pelvic stress fracture. I've never seen one of these on an injury report. I'm just, I'm just gonna put it out there. I find it freaking hilarious a pelvic stress fracture. I mean, I, I. Forget it. I'm not even going to say it's family friendly. All right, moving on. Eric Duenas knee, Tristan Blackman out, doctor, Alvaro Casada chest, Carlos Vale is still out with the quad. So next man up, Scarf. That's what the player availability report looks like. But <laughs> but RSL wasn't completely healthy, were they? No, RSL was
0: not, and that's what I talked about right before I threw it to you for Oops. the LAFC injury report. But that's okay. Let's get into the lineups, Philly. David Ochoa back between the pipes for yeah. RSL. No, he, is, no putna. he is the heir apparent to Nick Ramondo, so they are very happy to get him back. Nick Ramondo by the way was part of the meet and greets for All-Star weekend or or week, or whatever it was, over at Bank of California Stadium. Justin Glad, Eric Holt, and Tony Dakovic. Don't worry, you'll hear a lot about Tony Dakovich here on the podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, you will.
0: Michael Chang, not the tennis player. This guy's from Cuba. Everton Louise, Nick the other Beazler, <laughs> Donnie Toya, Albert Rushnak, Anderson Julio, and the LAFC killer Seriously. himself. Demir Flippin- Crylock hey, look he is becoming to us what Bucky Dent was to Red Sox fans Oh
1: no you can no you can't put him in the same category I mean how I, Bucky Dent hardly played Demir Crylock's like you know like you Wait gotta, do you not know the story of, of Bucky Dent Bucky freaking Dent but yeah. Bucky freaking Dent wasn't like a baller the same way Crylock is he, like I wouldn't say Bucky Dent's talent it was the equivalent to his team that Krylock is to his. I, I, I'm just saying that
0: he is to us. When I think of names with maybe a, a, a middle name in there that might not be a okay, given if, middle okay, name. Okay, if you're looking on at it purely expletive. that way, yes. Demir uh, freaking Krylock. Yeah, in, in the 18, by the way, Team of the Week last week, Jonathan Menendez, but he can't get the start on Real Salt Lake. Rubio Rubin with five goals and four assists. Justin Miram and Milan Iloschki from Escondido, California, brother of Eric Iloski, a current Las Vegas light who has two goals on the year for Vegas. And that is the 18
1: for Real Salt Lake. Philly, the boys in black and gold. Thomas Romero, Murray, Fall, Ibiaga, Tuesta, Janela, Duke, Edwards. Blessing, Chicho. Chicho Arango, and Danny the Moose, the Bench. Sifu Palacios, welcome back. Moon, welcome back. Chrysostomo, there's a bit of a controversy in terms of how we pronounce his name. I've heard it the time. I think Eric
0: Smith just pronounced it wrong on the thing. Chrysostomo? Look, Daniel, if you're listening to this podcast, please hit us up. Let us know. Is it Chrysostomo or Chrysostomo? Let, let us know the right way to pronounce Chrysostomo. it. We, Chrysostomo. Chrysostomo. That's, that's how I think I would pronounce it. But you know what? I'm not him. We'll see
1: what he says. All right. Jordan Harvey, Pablo Cisniega, and Cal Jennings. Right his his is pronounced
0: Harvey, by the way. It's Harvey. What did I say? Harvey. I said Harvey? Harvey. Yeah, well, what are we talking about? Harvey. I said Harvey. I know. What? <laughs> that was fun for me. Hey, look, Philly, we, we it's, talk it's about It's the it. small stuff that gets him, seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. That was entertaining. <laughs> Philly, <I'm not> th- <laughs> records are made to be broken, my friend. Oh, yeah. And, and that being said, oh, yeah. LAFC got right to it back in week two. Let's go all the way back when we had optimism and hope. That's perfect. Oh, my God. Edward Atuesta scored the fastest goal in LAFC history. Just one minute and 25 seconds into the match, you may have, against Seattle. Of course, in what would be a harbinger of things to come. And the second time I've said harbinger on this podcast. Harbinger of haggis. <laughs> That sounds gross, actually. So I married an extra Right, right. Uh, Harriet. In what would be a a harbinger for the third time of things to come, LAFC could not hold the lead, and we wound up drawing Seattle 1-1. But LAFC, this time Philly, despite not having the opening kickoff, was off to the races almost immediately. Edward Atuesta once again carving through the middle of the pitch, finding Bryce Duke on a great through ball. Duke was through, was looking for Moose with a cross, but unfortunately it was partially broken up. But hey, there's that man again. Philly, one more time. What's his name? His name is Chicho. Chicho Arongo. That's gonna be in all of your heads, by the way, as you're listening to this podcast. That's hashtag. Blame Philly. We got to go from Chicho. Oh, boy. Chicho Arango. It hurts. He buries it into the back of the net to the left of Ochoa. And on the clock, it was yet to be one minute, Philly. How about 20 20- seconds into the match. If you were having trouble with parking, if you were getting your free beer, or wherever you're getting your, your beverage before the match, if you were, if you were getting, do they, do they still have the dole whips? Cause I haven't been down to that side of the stadium in a little bit. If they don't have the dole whips, it's going to make me sad. LAFC is up a goal one, nothing. And just like that Philly, we are off to the races. It'll go down as unassisted. But Chicho definitely had a little
1: help from his friends. Yeah, no kidding. If you missed the first 20 seconds of the game, you missed 20% of the overall scoring. How crazy is that? (laughs) Look at Philly doing math, by the way, here at 11 o'clock on Monday, September 13th. Yeah, well, I mean, I do kind of do math for a living, which if you go back to my third grade math teacher, they'd say that's absolutely insane. But that's neither here nor there. Fastest goal in LAFC history. Eighth fastest goal off the kickoff in Major League Soccer history. And This was actually one example of two. We're going to go into the second one when the second half starts. If you're not in your seats, you can miss an awful lot. Yeah. An awful lot. And again, you miss the first 20 seconds, you miss 20% of the scoring, folks. But but a mere five minutes later, Chicho had another opportunity. He nearly gets the brace. (laughs) More on his brace later. I was shocked that I typed these words
0: in this order. Fantastic vision by Raheem Edwards. (laughs) To pick <laughs> off the pass and find a streaking chicho. I'm sorry I, I'm laughing, but it's, it's funny. I, look, Raheem, I, I really you, have man. no Just voice. Sometimes, no. sometimes there are some plays that Raheem makes that make me wonder things. But Raheem, it was honestly... Beautiful this is where Raheem's athleticism and speed, the way he can pounce on a ball like this, it was incredible to watch because this is not something that we get from from many center from excuse me from many right or left backs, these wing backs that we've been playing this season. The the interception there by Raheem Edwards was incredible. Chicho crashing in from the left hand yep. side, but unfortunately put a little, little too much mustard on it. A too Just much Just a little
1: too much. Uh,
0: but I want, I want him to slam that in the back of the net, which we'll talk about how he did that later. Either way, uh, 20th minute, Tomas Romero touched the ball. There you go. He rises to snuff out the cross by RSL. Romero didn't have to do too much in the first twenty minutes.
1: Really, it, the whole game. Yeah,
0: honestly. I mean, yeah. He he. As Philly will tell you in the stats later on, the saves were were not a lot for Tomas Romero. Twenty second minute, a yellow for Tony Kukoc Dakovic
1: With a, it was a, <laughs> wait, a wait, real. Wait, you just made that up. right? I did. Okay, yes. I'll just make it sure. Wouldn't like, that be great if his
0: middle name was Kukoc?
1: I mean, that would be kind of cool.
0: I mean, Mama fall One of his middle names is Ibra.
1: Uh. Y- Yeah, Yeah. I I got nothing clever to say. All
0: right, gotcha. It was a it was a pretty hard foul on Bryce Duke, Uh, a tackle that the Utah professional football team would be. Oh wait, they don't have a professional football team. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, This would be the the second worst. They do have a they do have a rugby team. Uh, This would be the second worst thing that (laughs) Dackovic would do this match. I'm sorry, we're picking on our buddy. Thank you. Uh, We're picking on our buddy Tony Dackovic here, but don't worry.
1: Hey, and my buddy Raheem
0: Edwards is back to being Raheem Edwards in the 23rd minute. Right after the referee gives a yellow card for a dumb, hard foul, if you're on the opposing team, don't commit another dumb, hard foul. Because what's going to happen is that yellow card that they gave over to that guy, they're also going to give to you. So Raheem Edwards, thank you for making me hold my breath while you played 22 minutes left in the half on a yellow card for the dumb foul up by the uh, electronic ribbon on the east end of... The pitch and Philly. Something that I noticed that I, I don't know if you did because you you had your buddy Carl up there. You guys were talking for quite a bit, but Edward Atuesta and LA and Latif Blessing got into it like an absolute shouting match and and not one where they're as close as you and i are right now about six feet it started close but then as they walked away from each other they kept yelling and atuesta really got on latif not only who we got on well joe, joe totally he, he talks about uh what kim moon won later on in the match right where where he he got on him as well but i thought that a and, boy, and, Captain. and i and i want to say that you're at that exactly that what you just said edward atuesta being a leader out there edward otuesta using that captain's armband to make this team better and i'll say this latif blessing played better for those 22 minutes right after this happened through the half so philly we're we're 20 24 minutes in things are looking good lafc up one nothing
1: yeah it was good and here's the funny part. We we talked about it on so many different podcasts. We talked about it on so many different pregame shows. The one person that you always have to watch out for, Demir Crylock. Demir Krylock is, is is just is just a killer. I'm not an X's and O's kind of a guy. I'm a beer and spirits kind of a guy. But I can tell you one thing. If I'm on the pitch and I see Demir Krylock and he's by himself, I'm going to go do anything I can, whether it's just like a fake foul running towards him, screaming at him, hollering at him, hooting at him. Chang finds him in Demir with a shot from well outside of the box outstretched Thomas Romero, which I'll tell you what, if we had a six foot six keeper, maybe he would have made that save. <laughs> That'd be kind of interesting, but Demir Crylock with a bullet of a goal. And for Krylocking out loud, this freaking guy does it to us again. We were riding a high 28 minutes in. Now the game is tied. RSL's found their footing back into the match. And,
0: and it wasn't like that classic laser of a banger. It looked like he just kind of picked his spot up at the top and decided, all right, I'm gonna knock down that plate right over there in that corner, like the uh, like the shooting competition there at the All Star game. Just gave him so much room; no one closed out on him. Stupid. Look, you, you and I are, are are both on the same page about this. He's the guy you need to mark as soon as they get off the bus. I don't care if he's in his soccer boots yet or not. I don't care if he's changed, he's dressed. Find him in the shower. Find him in the tunnel. Find don't him. Let him by himself. Him. You just mark the guy wherever you can. 30th minute, I'll say this right now, our MVP of the season, and it's not even close to me, MVP of the season, Edward Atuesta, for these type of plays. He goes and he he's the captain. He he does a little bit of yelling, a little bit of housekeeping. And then in the 30th minute, no one closes out on him, much like no one really closed out on Demir Krylov, Nobody really closed out on Edward Atuesta. He saw Chicho Arango near the back post, and... I mean, the, honestly, I'll say it here. Not since last week's Bucks game had I seen a pass with that perfect of a touch on it. Uh, of course, that would be by the almost 45-year-old greatest living American Tom Brady. It was as if the ball was just dropped in from above like a Tom Brady pass. It was Edward Atuesta with the little curler, the little floater. And I mean, Chicho, by the way, got all of it on there. He got got to the right of Ochoa, a beautiful header. To me, the best passing midfielder in Major League Soccer, Bryce Duke with the hockey assist, and Philly, just like that,
1: we're up two one. Perhaps if I stop acknowledging my frustration for TGLA, the greatest living American, perhaps now I've all. got
0: you calling him the greatest living American, though, so my job here is done.
1: Crap. It's a trap. <laughs> Dang it! Dang! I hate you. I really hate you. Love you, brother. But we got a brace from Chicho Arango. <laughs> yeah, boy, that Barry Manilow is still kicking here in Philamontes Studios. <laughs> Who listens to Barry Manilow? You do all of you after today. <laughs> you do. So I dare you to listen to the Copacabana song and not think Chicho Arango. Oh. Come on, sing it with me, Scarf. We just got a brace from a brace from. We <laughs> just got a brace from Chicho, Chicho Arango. Arango. Come on, doesn't that feel good to that, say? I, it's I feel dirty. I can't now. wait till we say we just got a hat. Patrick from Chicha, actually, it doesn't flow as well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're trying things. Oh, one of the two of us was in a band. Don't worry.
0: Thirty seventh minute. Wouldn't sound like I was. Bryce Duke trying the one on of the from defs. well outside the box, but it's actually a lot closer than I think RSL or you and I would have thought. 43rd minute off, a set piece at a deflection, the ball lands at Pancho Ginella's feet. Yeah. I mean, Philly, you and I talked about it, right? It was Bryce Duke, Pancho Ginella, Jose C. Fuentes. We had some midfielders taking some shots from just outside the box. They weren't the only ones taking shots that day, Scarf. That's true. Uh, but but I'm happy
1: Poncho did, though.
0: We, yes, Poncho took a good shot. Uh, Ochoa forces it out for a corner from about 25 yards out. Uh, 44th minute, if you want to watch Raheem leave one of his soccer boots out there on the pitch, <laughs> Anderson Julio absolutely undresses Raheem Edwards 1v1. Oh, so now he's got to watch out it's, for his shorts and his boots. Right? It's just a hot mess out there for Raheem. And, and Tomas Romero... <laughs> We, we saw Mamadou fall several times in the match with very hard first touches, and he got it dispossessed because he took this first touch that went like 20 feet away from his body. Luckily, Anderson Julio did the exact same thing there in the 44th minute. It absolutely should have and could have then 2-2 two, two. yeah in the in the one minute of stoppage time. who's not got an attempt that got blocked. We he gotta, did. we got yeah, to right, say that. Right there at the end, it was a nice block. Uh, right there at the end of stoppage time, Philly, we had a little pushy, a little shovey there, a couple players. But Ever- you got a
1: shot that got saved too, though? Yeah, yeah. So Ever- stuff happens.
0: Everton-Louise with a yellow for a foul on Chicho. But Philly, more importantly, we go into the half up 2-1 because of a brace from?
1: ha <laughs> ha you set me up nicely, but you got to do the duet with me. Oh, God. All right. Come on, on three. One, two, three. We Forget got that, okay. a brace from Chicho Arango. It
0: doesn't feel good when I do it. That's no, you fine. like it.
1: You harness that inner Barry oh, Manilow. So, Philly, we're at the half 2-1. Yeah, we're at the half 2-1. And uh, as far as the stats are concerned... I didn't take any down because I was chatting with my boy, Carl Restivo, but I'll give you the stats towards the end of the game because, as we know, stats from the first half change after the second half. That's true. I've heard that. But what changed going into the second half is the lineup. Smooth Your 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 friend who left his boots and apparently got undressed on the pitch, Raheem Edwards sits, and Cheeky Palacio now exists. So, Cheeky, welcome back from international duty, replacing Raheem Edwards into the match, and you know how we talked about earlier on when uh, if you weren't in your seat within the first 20 seconds, you uh, you, you missed 20% of the scoring? Yeah. Well... It took about three minutes. Yes. So if you were still waiting in the bathroom line, you were still waiting for a beer, you were still socializing, or you wanted to go out there and buy that awesome kick childhood cancer scarf, you would have missed the equalizer. Another example of why it's important to be in your seats as the game resumes. Albert Rusnak connects with Anderson Julio for his sixth goal of the season. And that happened as a result of a bad, bad, bad giveaway by Bryce Duke and Anderson Julio off to the races. He had nobody. Ibiaga chased him down. But, I mean, he had a clear shot down Broadway. Puts that home. And just like that, two to two, the moans and the groans Uh. are back in Bank of California Stadium.
0: Yeah, pretty frustrating because I think we saw plenty of opportunities for LAFC to get maybe a third or even a fourth. and, And a couple of bullets dodged by LAFC in that first half. So the fact that we give one up... So early on in the second half, very frustrating. And in the 54th minute, to compound his wonderful second half that he was having, Bryce Duke also earns a yellow card for continuing to stand too close to the ball on a free kick. I believe the official term for it was not retreating. (laughs) Uh, That's I think that's what he actually got the yellow card for. 55th minute, Poncho, once again, forces yeah. a diving save by Ochoa. Loving from... his
1: aggressiveness today. Absolutely.
0: He's got those worm burners going on from well outside the box there. Nice save by Ochoa. In the 57th minute, how great is this, Philly, that in the 57th minute, when most teams are bringing on guys that are well down the depth chart, we're bringing guys back on that are near the top of the depth chart, Kim Moon-Hwan, And Jose C. Fuentes coming on for Bryce Duke and Latif Blessing. Most of the time, you hope you don't lose much with your subs. I think in this position, we actually gained a whole bunch after the 57th minute.
1: Yeah, we absolutely did. 59th, a gift. A gift from the soccer gods. Thank you, soccer gods. I'm also going to say, finally, preparation met opportunity. (laughs) Remember that Tony Kukoc guy we were talking about? Tony Kukoc Datkovich? That's him. Oh, boy. He did his best. He had the best trial for any LAFC player out on the field. He put one in the back of the net, passed Ochoa. Clearly, there's a bit of miscommunication going on. He and Ochoa are not where they thought they would be. Ochoa must have slipped on something. The ball trickled ever so slowly, and it was an own goal for RSL. And just like that, it's a 3-2 to lead for LAFC. And is well idiotic as that play was it would have been the number one segment on the Hall of Shame finally wow Fred Rogan yeah you got it finally I mean we were commenting like the the George Michael like sports machine earlier let's go to the video tape that's how old we were George Michael not only a singer but he also had a video sports machine two different people yeah but Finally, the balls are bouncing our way. How many times over the course of the regular season would that not have gone for us? It's like we were perpetually cursed. All the opportunities in the world. No freaking luck. No bouncing of the balls. We've said time and time again, football is a cruel mistress. But finally, the soccer gods. The mistress was nice to us. The The grass was wet enough. Obviously, it was a a slip. So thank you. Thank you to the sprinklers. Um... We finally have an opp- a ball bounce in our way. Yeah. Three to two, three to two
0: LAFC. Ah. Maybe I'll take it's, it. Maybe it's the soccer gods. Maybe it's David Ochoa might be cursed. I and mean, when we saw him in the Gold Cup, right, he gave away a goal pretty similar to something like this. Although, look, you can't blame Ochoa for Tony Kukocz Dakovic passing this one back into the back of his own net. But look, either way, you're absolutely right. Philly, first couple months of the season, that doesn't go our no, way. It that would never happen. That bounces off of the post. It, you know, just misses wide. Somebody comes back to make an incredible play on it. But not this time. Uh An own goal counts for us just as much as when one of our players scores it, so we'll take it. Yeah, Tony Dakovich giving his best impression of an LAFC forward. you got to love it. We appreciate that. Look, Mastroeni was doing what he could towards the end of this match. He made a series of subs, really trying to swing momentum back. We got in the 62nd minute, fresh off his Team of the Week honors last week, Jonathan Menendez coming in for Michael Chang. And at 66th minute, Donny Toya, look, That shot by Donnie Toy actually glanced off the top of the crossbar. Uh, That was maybe the, the scariest moment of the second half after they got the equalizer. We almost, Philly, almost not only had a giggity goal, but that hat trick that you were looking for by Chicho Arango. He slams it from the top of the box, but unfortunately, right at David Ochoa. No hat trick tonight. No giggity goal, no third one from Chicho Arango. Series of subs real quick, Philly. Uh, Rubio Rubin coming in for Donny Toya. Justin. Dangerous player. Oh, absolutely. Uh, was it five goals and four assists coming into the match?
1: Not bad uh, for a kid who was on the San Diego Loyal a year ago. Yeah,
0: geez. 73rd minute Justin Miraman in for the other Beasler. Nick played college football at Michigan. Justin Miram, yeah. oh yeah, he was
1: the kicker, right? He was the kicker. He yeah. was the kicker. That's Which I right. think is pretty darn neat. Imagine that playing in the big house. You know who else played football at Michigan? Oh no, 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 no! Omit
0: this part. <laughs> The greatest living American, Tom Radio. All right. Uh, what also, the hell, man? I into said the I was going to acknowledge it. I walked into it again. Yep, you did. Ah! Marco Farfahn. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, what was that? <laughs> I in to, for I Danny Musovski off the wall.
1: It kind of. I bounced. have no idea what happened.
0: Philly's throwing things inside World Famous Philly Studios. I'm frustrated. Marco Farfan in for Danny Musovski and uh, Philly. Eighty-second minute, we got a nice run from Chicho. We got all kinds of fun stuff happening inside the box. Yeah,
1: might have been the first time we've seen a soccer ball reach the second deck of the seats. Oh yeah, wow. no, that was uh, the that, that was
0: the eighty-seventh minute. Wait, look, isn't that what you referenced? I well, no, I was going back to the eighty-second minute, where after a good oh, run 82nd, from Chicho,
1: second, I thought you said eighty-seven. Oh
0: no, that's okay. We had Chicho, Cheeky, and Sifu all having fun with the ball there inside oh, yeah. the box. They're,
1: they're playing a you know the crossbar game.
0: Yeah, and look, look, Sifu almost had another one. He had you talked about it before. All the midfielders with all the great shots, but I have never seen a ball reach second deck like it did in the 87th minute. It got all the way up to the top of the second deck. I don't know. Not even, even Greg Zerline
1: it. would have made the second deck. No, you know, here. Johnny
0: Hecker might be able to do it, though. Johnny Hecker. Could see, do I don't it.
1: mind it when you talk about Johnny Hecker. At least we see him at Bank of California Stadium.
0: I would love to talk about Johnny Hecker more often. I'll we be, were supposed to have him on the pod. Yeah, we he had him yeah, confirmed. And then COVID happened. But look. Dang you, COVID. That being said, I will be able to see Johnny Hecker week three when. When I go to the Rams stadium to watch the greatest living American Tom Brady play against the Los Angeles Rams, can't wait. Johnny This is Hecker. a milestone episode it's,
1: with this TGLA crap. <laughs> all,
0: all I know is LAFC Punk has already turned it off twice, by the way. He's, he's turned he's it back on. broken stuff. No, no, no. He turned it back on later going, all right, you know what? Let me give it another chance. I'm not as mad anymore. He stopped bringing, oh, my God, he brought him up again. Uh, poor Punk. We love you, buddy. <laughs> well, that yeah, that being said, <laughs> uh, let's get into stoppage time. We had four minutes of stoppage time. and And Philly? I think it might have been you and I up next at Stryker because our man who we were asking about proper pronunciation from before, Daniel Chrysostomo, he comes in for Chicho Arango. Chrysostomo in for Arango.
1: Oh, that See, actually, that worked. That actually worked. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, no idea who was playing Stryker at that point. Maybe it's uh, it's not Latif Blessing because he subbed out of the match. So, look, I, I don't know. Who was at Stryker? Sifu? Sifu, sure. We'll say Sifu was the only striker out there. Bob doing everything he can to park a couple buses back there. Ibiago with a yellow for wasting time and Philly. You mentioned those beautiful, beautiful soccer gods at the end of the match when that whistle blows. I think it was Atuesta, right? That went down. Fell he right was, to the pitch. He was exhausted. We were exhausted up in the stands. Uh, what an incredible was my match! Voice box. Three two LAFs.
1: Oh, Oh, look at that! Your 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 vocal cords are exhausted. No, that was
0: that was heartburn from the cheese that I had on that pizza. Are you sure not from the
1: amount of times you said the greatest living American? Because that's where my heartburn. I didn't just say it, by
0: the way. That was you. So three, two. We'd rather be lucky than good. (laughs) Rather be lucky than good. We were a little bit of both tonight or last night. We're talking about as if it were tonight. Three, two. (laughs) L A F C Philly, and you said it. Win streak.
1: Yep, yep. We yeah, we're streaking, baby. We're streaking. Congratulations to Chicho. Chicho Arango. All right, that's that's seriously it. I'm getting fed up saying it. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, MLS player of the week for week twenty four. We right. haven't had that kind of accolade for a player. At all this season, if I'm not mistaken, I don't we have believe not we had have. a player of the week. No, we We've have had not. people that have been on the team of the week, but not a player of the week. Nope. So Chicho Arango scoring four goals in in a couple of games, and to think there were people out there that considered this kid a bust. I well, we'll talk how? about this during. How? I mean, people don't even get me started. There wasn't on enough how. time. I will... but yeah, but people were still. You know how the Twitterverse works within this within this club, but anyway, he's been scoring goals, and uh, we'll, we'll give our final thoughts about that. But final stat line, real quick: possession, RSL the vast majority of it, fifty-eight to forty-two shots. LAFC had twelve to, 10, uh, to RSL's ten on goal, seven to RSL's two fouls, fairly equal, 12-11. That was LAFC yellow cards, three. To two, that was LAFC. David Ochoa with five saves on the day. Thomas Romero with a goose egg. But as a result of the match, we're black in the back in black, back in the playoff race. Eighth place, thirty points. Now the next three matches scarf crucial. They are all crucial going down in the wire. Yep. But the next three games are on the road. We got yeah. Austin, we got Portland, we got San Jose. I stole scheduling from the scarf. That's okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what the deal is. But you know what's even more sad than the fact that, uh, actually, there's nothing sad right now. We won, but there aren't going to be any more fest style tailgate scarf. There there aren't going to be any more like crazy tailgates. Nope. Uh, because we have a Saturday game against San Jose. It's a 12-30 game, so that's going to be a... Maybe a um, little mini tailgate, Yeah, right? like a very mini tailgate. <laughs> I mean, are we even going to bring a... T- is it even worth pitching I, a tent? I
0: think we'll bring a cooler maybe or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah,
1: maybe. Why but, not? But yeah, so I mean, that's that's the story there. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm not too bummed. I feel like all these tailgates, and these 14-hour days, last... 2019, you, you and I were on the ball with all this. We had no problem doing these 14-hour days and yeah. then coming back and potting. Yeah. I'm feeling my age. Well, no, I'll <laughs> tell you
0: what made it hard is the Sunday games, right? Sunday well, at 7.30. Crap crap that game doesn't game. end. We don't get out of there till like 10.30, 11 o'clock. I mean... That's just, it's just tough. And look, I told you guys on the video and thank you all for watching the video on our Instagram. I I was running our middle school retreat today. So we had a lot going on for middle school at the, at the, uh, at the school that I teach at. So look, there was a lot going on there. We appreciate your guys' patience. Look. I do want to break a little bit of news in regards to LAFC. As long as you're not
1: breaking it with some wind.
0: I will not. Uh, Recent goal scoring output. Normally we don't out our sources, especially when they are this close to the team. But look, I want to be honest, everybody. We have an inside source as to what's been one of the major differences in the club's performance, and specifically their increased goal scoring over the last three matches. This is... It's it's something that look Philly knows. I do some pretty deep dives. This one was an accidental dive into a conversation that I had with a. Uh, so far, I'll just call them a representative of the organization of the club, of LaFC. Look, the uh, the inside source as to what has been going on, they have credited it to ice cream. Ice cream, <laughs> three games ago. Ice cream, three. You scream. I. We all scream. Three games ago. The 3-3 draw against Carson. LAFC and Baskin Robbins (laughs) teamed up for a new promotion. If you score three or more goals, you unlock a buy one, get one 50% off promotion on scoops. By the way, Baskin Robbins couldn't do a buy one, get one free. It's got to be a buy one, get one 50% off. But that's okay. Look, either way. Buy one, get one 50% off if you score three or more goals that promotion has been around for three games philly how many goals did we scored against carson uh three how many goals did we scored against Sporting? Uh, four and how many goals in this match three again that is three separate times you could go in to baskin robbins home of the 31 flavors you can go get your jamoka almond fudge your gold medal ribbon you can get your i think it's is it baseball nut right or maybe it's it's Basketball, something I
1: don't even know. Uh, uh, you
0: can get fifty percent off your second scoop, everybody. Wait,
1: uh, I've been a Basker Robinson forever. You were able to get those little mini plastic little plastic pink helmets, absolutely little pink helmet, but with like the actual like team. Logos yeah, on that was but be- yep, they had all those. Those absolutely. were cool. Those I enjoyed. So I, I want to give props yeah another to reason to promote gluttony, well, but you're not wrong. This is true. I didn't even know it.
0: Right. I want to give props to Devo. That's our source. I'm outing our source. I told her I would out her for giving us the wait for it scoop on this story thank you thank you devo look let's talk about the playoff line you mentioned it philly we are right there in the playoff race lafc now eighth in the western conference just below the playoff line lafc and rsl finished the match with identical records of eight wins six draws nine losses but rsl leads us 4-2 on goal differential and 36-35 on goals scored so while philly we are still only four points away from 11th place. We are also now That is just, not a
1: glass half full That is not, but
0: we are also just four points away from taking sole possession- Hey, there you of go. Of fifth place. There we go. And like we've said it before, it says we're peaking at the right time in Philly. We do have 11 games left, and you mentioned it. Next three on the road. That's going to be a really crucial series. Here's here's the part that worries me. Here's the only part that worries me.
1: The only part that
0: worries The me? only part, because I love the way we're playing right now. Strictly fatigue is what I'm worried about because we will have played five matches in four cities in 17 days when we close out our September schedule with that Portland home match September 29th. Five matches, 17 days, four cities. Now, granted, one of those is home against Portland. One of those is home up in San Jose for us. But that being said, going to Portland, going to Austin in the middle of a week on a Wednesday and then coming back to play Portland on a, what is that, a Sunday? Just a couple days in between. Not a big fan. And by the way, again, Don Garber, second time we have a bone to pick with you. Philly, how dare they schedule both of our games in Austin on Wednesday?
1: That's just clown shoes, man. Absolute clown shoes. Don't they know some of us have to go to work, a.k.a. you and I? Yes. And plenty of other people, obviously. I mean... I wish I was independently wealthy. One day, one day, one, one day. day. Maybe Scarf Stradamus will actually start being correct for a change nope. and we could start buying lottery numbers. Not no, this season, season you have been bad, but bad. that's okay. We could have been kind of bad as a team, but we're starting to get good right now. <laughs> yeah. We're starting to get good right now. Yep. And I mean, I think at this point we should maybe, you know, have a quick conversation about some, uh, some of our thoughts before we, we conclude because I know the millions, and millions might be tired of hearing me sing Barry Manilow. I mean, they're <laughs> definitely tired of me talking about TGLA. Alright. So, okay, so we both got that going for each other. Yes. We both have little like idiosyncrasy, little like dumb things that we've been preaching a lot about on this podcast. But yes. you know, we the last couple of games and we mentioned this on the post-game show with 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 110. I mean, maybe we're starting to see what life really is like without Vela and Rossi. I mean, Vela's been hurt for a little while, but we all know Vela hasn't been the 2019 Vela. Um and Rossi is obviously gone, and as a result of that, we we just start start doing things. We're starting to win. The young guys are being hungry and playing like it. And you know, if we were playing against bad teams and winning, I would say, okay, fine. But look, we did this against a play, a potential playoff team like RSL, yep. and we did this against a pretty darn good Sporting Kansas City team, yeah. And so that has to add some kind of hope uh, going forward. And, and with Carlos Vela coming back for fighting his way into the lineup, I mean, that's only going to improve us, obviously, but we're finally getting to see Chicho Arango emerge. <laughs> Why? Because he's the focal point of the offense right now. He has to do it. He doesn't need to divert to Carlos Vela or to Diego Rossi. So essentially, the, the goal scoring, a lot of the balls are going to go to him and Brian. So these guys are finally going to get the opportunity to be creative and run things and show us what they're all about. I like it. Edward Atuesta, we didn't talk Talk about it. We mention it, but he yelled at Latif Blessing. He was riding Kim Moon Hwan as well. He's showing that that captain attitude, something that we've been craving for a while. The outspoken leader. He he, it, it's El Profi, he, he's doing his thing so we're seeing a lot of pretty darn cool things as a result of the departure now of Diego Rossi and not saying we don't want Vela back in the lineup, obviously right. we do but we get to see other people step up and these young kids that aren't getting paid nearly as much as the Bryans or the Diegos or even the Adama Diamandis for that matter, I mean he was getting paid a substantial sure. amount of money, you got guys that are earning half a quarter of what these guys are making and and producing significant dividends. I mean, four goals for Chicho Arango over the course of, what, three games? Yeah. That's pretty darn cool. So finally, we're starting to see some good signs, some signs of life. More importantly, some signs of heart and desire, because that was really lacking prior to these past two games.
0: Yeah. Look, I think it also speaks to the job that John Thorrington and Will Koontz and the front office have done to provide us depth. Because, Philly, I was listening real hard when you were giving the lineup for LAFC, I listened all the way through the entire 18. You know what I didn't hear? A designated player. Yeah. Not one in the lineup today. And I look back at these last three matches, and I look at our top three goal scorers on the season, Sifu Rossi. Those are our top three goal scorers on the season. Not one of them have scored any of the 10 goals that we have scored in our last three matches. Facts. And... What we kept hearing from all of the, the LAFC pundits out there, all the all the fans on the fans page was, I don't understand. Why are they bringing in guys like Bryce Duke? I've never heard of him before. Who's this Jose C. Fuentes guy? Like, does he even do anything? Well, Chicho is an unproven guy. We'll see if he can do it here. He's not designated player. What are we bringing in this guy for, that guy for? Well, you're seeing it now. You're seeing it now. You're seeing, yes, look. Edward Atuesta and Chicho Arango created most of the goals in this match, but it was the play of Bryce
1: Duke. Tony Kukoch that
0: allowed Tony Kukoc to help out too. It was the play of Bryce Duke, a kid who at the start of the season, you probably projected him as what, fifth on the depth chart for midfielders? If you've got Edward Atuesta healthy, Jose C. Fuentes healthy, Mark Anthony K healthy, and Poncho Ginella healthy. You've got to think that Bryce Duke isn't getting minutes over these guys. you got to think that Danny Musavsky, behind all of the guys that we had up front, isn't going to get minutes. you got to think that Cal Jennings isn't going to get minutes. You don't even know who Mamadou Fall is at the start of the season. And by the way, nobody knew who Mamadou Fall was at the start of the season. No. Okay? Nobody knew None who, of you did. who he was. Marco Farfan we was picked did. up off the scrap heap. Raheem Edwards is back on our second time around with us. But the depth that we have on this roster, we brought in Cheeky Palacios and Kim Moon Hwan at about the hour mark of this match. Teams would kill to have players the caliber of Kim Moon Hwan and Cheeky Palacios in their starting 11 on the wings. And yet it's an embarrassment of riches, our depth. Look, are we the world beaters of two years ago right now? Absolutely not. But because of the work, because of the depth that has been built over the course of these last two seasons, a lot of little moves. Yes, we know you out there want us to bring in big moves. And you know what? Next offseason, they very well may be happening. We don't know about Vela. We know there's a DP spot potentially now open for Rossi. We don't know what the status is for Brian Rodriguez, but I think Philly and I will tell you that we both kind of expect some things to change involving our designated players in the offseason. But what we've been able to do in these last three matches, oh my God, and and honestly, I got to say it, I go on to the fans page, right? And here we are, we're winning 3-2. Now, this was an ugly win, right? This wasn't this wasn't a 4 nothing trouncing of sporting. But one of the first things I see is somebody complaining about the way we sang the national anthem. Now I appreciate the way that the the complaint morphed itself into something about, hey, if we're if we're giving a tribute to the fallen heroes on nine eleven, then we gotta we gotta bring in somebody to do that, right? Like all due respect to thirty two fifty two, but we we gotta bring in something like that on nine eleven, but. They still found something to complain about, man. After a 3-2 win, the best three-game stretch of the season, the best three-game stretch that we've played that wasn't in the Champions League over the last two years, and people are still, they get right back on Facebook. Here's my complaint. You suck. Stop. Like, really? Like, what? we won 3-2. We won a game that we would have lost every other point of our season. And you still find a way to complain about something. Man, look, there's a difference between being a supporter and just being negative. And that was just being negative. I can't do it. I can't. I'm not going to do it. Because here's the thing. I go out there and I see those videos. That mom talking about her two kids with cancer. It, you think you have stuff to complain about? You're complaining about the national anthem and, and Bob's choice at center back? Man, why don't you, why don't you pivot just a little bit? A little bit of focus this month at least this month, why don't you take your head out from in between your cheeks and take a look at what's going on out there this month as we're doing things for the Austin Everett Foundation, for the LAFC Foundation, and for the kick childhood cancer movement. Why don't you just remove said head from said cheeks, shut your mouth for a little bit, and just observe other things that are going on out there in the world. Because I got to tell you, this month of all months, I, I, I don't have time for this kind of stuff. Because look, there are way more important things out there and enjoy the good times. Philly talked about it, man. Philly was, God, he talked about it on on the 110 football. I think it was post game. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. We don't know what's going on tomorrow. You might wake up, you might not. You might be able to give your fully throated support for LAFC, you might not. But live in the moment, live in the now, and it takes just as much energy to be positive as it does to be a D-bag.
1: I got an idea. Yeah. Rather than focusing your energy on that Facebook fan page or on Twitter. Yeah. how about you respond to some of those DMs that people like send to us when you say, hey, if you got a DM, blah, blah, blah. That's see, that's positive stuff. Do I respond? I don't respond to those, do I? No, no. So the, you have the opportunity to have positivity. So like, I've actually been relatively happy lately these days because <laughs> I've been staying away from the negativity. <laughs> so I would say, hey, let's turn that frown upside down, man. Uh, dude, I'm in. Like, look, and, and by the way, whatever you
0: post on social media- Hashtag kick, kick childhood, childhood cancer. Kick childhood
1: cancer. Look, you, if you want to still be a complaining D-bag. son of a gun, yes. D-bag, hashtag kick childhood yes. cancer. If, yeah, if, you
0: want, if you want to hashtag Bob out, as long as you follow it with hashtag kick yeah. childhood cancer this month, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I don't I even complain. care what you
1: say. I hate Defenders of the Bank. I hate Philly. I hate the scarf. I think they suck. Hashtag kick childhood cancer. We'll give you a thumbs up. <laughs> and that's that's as far as I'm concerned uh, about all that. I, I, will,
0: I will retweet it. If you want to say I hate at LAFC underscore the scarf, Hashtag TikTok and cancer. I'm
1: actually surprised. You know what retweeting
0: is? Hey, I know how to do it. It's that little button with the circular arrow things.
1: Uh, yeah. I know how to do that one. Hey, so, but we're winning right now, man. We are.
0: We're we we don't suck so bad. Into the quad or through the
1: quad and into the gymnasium, Philly. We're going we're streaking. streaking. That's right. And the reason why we're going streaking mainly yes. because we got a brace from <laughs> Chicho Arango. That was your cue, man. You no. blew your cue. I- I thought you were done with it, but you guys... guys, I I lied. Look,
0: I'm sorry that this isn't a visual medium because he also does this dance thing with his arms that I'm not quite sure what it actually is. But look, you guys, we've... We're having a little fun with this one. We just life needs to have some fun. Absolutely, it. look, it's it's the Kick Childhood Cancer movement all month, all September. You know, you you also, if there's anything you can do out there for for kids who are sick and, and for this whole thing, please do. Whether it's giving blood, whether it's becoming an organ donor, what whatever it might be. Go out there and and just try and make this place just a little bit better than we left it. We're already, you know, killing it with ozone and and, and greenhouse gases and everything else. I don't even know what I'm going off about right now. I'm just, gotta, you know what? I, I got to stay positive. You're right, Philly. Yeah, yeah. Got to stay positive. Hashtag kick childhood cancer. We, we got we to make our way to the playoffs. We have 11 matches left, Philly. 11 matches left. I think if we can get 25 points, from those 11 matches, we are going to be well inside those seven those seven playoff spots. 25 points out of these next 11 matches. We're going, I don't think that would even be considered backing our way into the playoffs. And you know what? It's going to be kind of nice getting into MLS Cup playoffs and not having the pressure on us that we've had for the last couple of years. And And who knows, Philly, maybe this is the year. We're not going to be able to hoist a supporter shield, but maybe this is the year we get to hoist the cup.
1: Well, some people say the supporter shield doesn't count, right? Right, idiots. Of course it counts. But hey, you're, you're absolutely right. Real quick, I just want to give a couple of shout outs. I want to give a quick shout out to Roger Salome. Roger Salome is the brother of my good friend, George Salome. His brother, Roger, unfortunately had to deal with some prostate cancer issues. He had a procedure and he's recovering. So Roger, I know you're going to be listening to this. I want to give you a shout out, wishing you a speedy recovery. And just one other thing. Thing. our friend Christina Quinn yeah. uh, we, we posted yeah. about this I want to make sure we, we address it as well so you've seen all the dope graphics that we normally post with our stories yep. uh, they happen to come from Dexter Quinn the uh, the guy who started Pride Republic his wife Christina has has been having some type of liver disease situation and there's a GoFundMe for her the link is in our bio I mean she's a big part of our black and gold community I mean she's a mother she's a wife she's, she's part of our family folks she's part of the black and gold community she's worked in the la restaurant industry 25 years and now she's had to stop working so she could focus on her health and her well-being and we love dexter we, yep. we love christina we love the quinn family and we want to wish them nothing but the best you know trying to raise 30 grand we're a little over 8,000 at this point so that's 26 you know if you ch- again check the link in the bio if you've donated great at the very least if you can't donate you know try to share we we, we definitely want to help out our, our friends that are in our, and our members of the black and gold community. It's yeah. unfortunate that she has to go through this, but just wanted to, I couldn't end the pod without recognizing uh, Christina and obviously re- recognizing our, our friend Roger Salome. So that that's it on that front.
0: Yeah no look and look first couple meetings of uh, of Pride Republic were at her restaurant Shop Tavern so it's
1: the first place we met Dexter
0: that's right so and and again incredible art that Dexter provides us and and you know what unfortunately right now when he provides us with the art he's doing it through a little bit of pain right now so that's that's our that's our family that's our brother at Defenders of the Bay we uh, we 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 love him so we we hope uh, we hope Christina can get well very very soon. Look, this has been a weird kind of end of the episode. We're, we're meandering a little bit. We're an hour and 20 minutes in or so. So nah, it'll,
1: after we edit, it'll be an hour and 19 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've got one more pod with the two of us until Philly takes a one-episode break. He'll
1: be at the uh, House of the Mouse in Orlando. Do you want anything from, the, from there, by the I, way?
0: You know... I'm good, I think I mean, mean,
1: I'm gonna get you that Goofy hat You know, like the mesh trucker Goofy hat Thank you Do you wanna know why I chose Goofy? I can't wait I mean, I don't have a reason I just just thought it was appropriate
0: Well, you're getting yourself the the Donald Duck (laughs) There you go You Look, know, you guys you know. know how we like to end all our episodes. We are again. We we appreciate the support. It means the world to us. Out on the uh, tailgates when you guys come by, yeah, you tell absolutely. us how much we, you love the episodes or how much you support us. You, or you the tell, comments from earlier
1: today. It's like, oh, I'm going to be bored stuck in traffic right now. Like some of that stuff. I mean, it makes us smile. And right? believe it or not, it really adds fuel to our motivation. No,
0: it means the world to us. It really, really does. We we love you all so much, and you know how we like to end all of our episodes.
1: Bye bye.